Hello and welcome to Knit, Design, Edit, Sleep, Repeat with Lisa Conway, Denise Finley, and Tiffany Wooten. Let's listen in and see what's happening, who's happening, and what's new in their world. Today, Denise and Tiffany talk with Katherine Gibbs, a knit and crochet designer from New York. Well, hello, Miss Sparkle Coordinator. How goes it today? It's going, Miss Tiffany. How about yourself, sweetie? I'm moving and grooving. That's about as nice as I can put it right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is our latest recording session. I'm just warning the listeners out there, anything can happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm keeping her up close to her bedtime, y'all. So this will be a crazy train production. Put on your seatbelts, but... Fasten the seatbelts, put the tray tables in their upright positions, and hold on tight because it's going to be a fun one. It's the chaos so, train, y'all. It's the chaos train. So, yeah, so, if we're not the crazy train today, we're the chaos train. So, <laughs> so I think before we get started, Tiffany, we might want to mention Lisa. Um, I'm sure she would appreciate that. Yeah, just especially some of our listeners might be wondering because they're used to hearing either her and you, her and me, or all three of well, us together. Um, after it's been a minute Lisa, since we've all three been on here together. Yeah. So after some of Lisa's surgery and some few complications that came up, she has been uh, doing quite well finally. She's yep. got her pain under control. I th- which is uh, huge. Right. And she started some pool therapy, which yeah. she loves. Loves the pool therapy. So, she's very excited about right. it when I was so, talking to her before she started. So She's kind of chomping at the bit, wanting to come back. But Tiffany and I have planned this little surprise of all this packet of interviews and podcasts waiting for her so almost to the holidays so yeah boom way, <laughs> but she is doing she well. gets plenty of plenty of rest without yes. being overwhelmed and don't want her to worry herself. about this yeah we don't however she still gets all of the emails she still yes. gets tagged on the facebooks she still gets yep. all of her instagram messages so if you want to send a shout out of love yes. and support exactly she would love it she would As- she would she would she would adore it and appreciate all of the kind. Excuse me, my Dr. Pepper's trying to say hi. Um, <laughs> she would she would love all of the love and attention and or well, not the attention, but she would love all of the love and support and happy thoughts and prayers. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Anyways, so, so we have it's our guests' background noises that are ch- chiming in with us. So. We have Miss Denise. I would like you to meet Catherine. She is my (laughs) vampire sister from the other East Coast. Not the other East Coast, but from the East Coast. The other coast. Um, I'm over here on the West Coast. (laughs) Yep. I've got bi-coastal tonight, and then I'm sitting here in the middle. So, Um, Catherine is a size-inclusive knit and crochet designer with a love of cables. We trade so many cable pictures back and forth. It's ridiculous. It's so much fun. And she's an all-around fiber creative that does spinning and dyeing. And I don't even know what else. I love watching her stuff because she comes up with some of the most random stuff. And it just makes me happy. So, hi, lovely. Hi. Nice to meet you, Denise. Nice to meet you. And Tiff, as always. Yep, you're stuck with me. I love you. I love you too. You're just stuck with me, so that's how it is. So, 
Uh, we met in a pattern test and I don't even, at this point, I don't even remember which pattern test it was two and a half years ago. Yeah. Uh, but cool. I kind of. I don't think we actually tested together. I think we were just like talking about something. I don't even know. No, we had to have tested together because you were actually in my stories. Like you were along my story top line and I don't remember what we tested together. You and I figured it out once and it's been a very long time <laughs> since then. Um, Not really important. So No, but I kind of stalked her stories and found out that, you know. Oh, I mean, I did. I, I stalked her stories and, you know, figured out that we were, you know, similar fields and similar insanities. So for life. So we kind of became mm. friends off of that and since then we have uh, we were both up at weird hours at that time too yeah we both worked oh. night night shift at that point in time so when we were the only two up in the world we did a lot of talking and a lot of bonding and a lot of you know <laughs> hey what are you working on this is what i'm working on hey i'm having problems with this and she is also one of two people which is or one of three people which is the reason why i knit and she is the sole reason why i knit socks or I at least have a pair of cats on. <laughs> I'm like a third of the way through the heel. These heels have not gone anywhere, people. These heels are still sitting over here doing nothing. And they're I, just staring I, at me very accusatorily. I can help you. I can help you. I'll send you the I, I'm, We're going to get to it eventually. We'll we get will. to it eventually. I will send it to so. you after this recording. I promise. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> we'll get to it eventually. So anyways. All right, Miss Sparkle Coordinator, you want to kick us off? I certainly will. First of all, Catherine, it is one of my absolute favorite names, Catherine. I love to say it. I love to write it. I love to type it. In fact, it is the name of one of my protagonists in one of my series that I just started about six months ago. Her name is Catherine, and they call her Cat. (laughs) Of course, you know. No, actually, that's her daughter's name. The protagonist, she's Samantha, and they call her Sam. So it's Sam and Cat. I thought it was kind of cute. But anyway. That is um, a cute thing. It is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite names. Also, what I would like to ask you to get this thing kicked off, we ask this of all of our designers that we interview, and we would like you to share with us your design story. Like, uh, when did you start this journey, and why? Why did you start designing? Um... I don't think I can really start when I started designing. It's more like I started creating. I grew up really poor and couldn't afford. There was no such thing as Ravelry when I started. Right. I couldn't afford knitting books and crochet books. They came as books. You could get single patterns, but you had to have a knitting shop, which we didn't have one local. So I just started making it up as I go along. So that way I could have a pattern that I liked. I'd see, oh. I like this. I'm going to try to make it. How smart are you? (laughs) And from there, I had emailed Interweave Knits, tried to publish a book. Didn't get that far. I'm I'm hearing you, honey. And (laughs) and designed for my small sibling. Frustrated author here. I'm hearing you. (laughs) I was going to say, she can ride out that storm with you right there. Yeah. Not a friendly world. That it was just one world. of those things. I just never got that far. <laughs> yeah, I was 16 at the time. I had other priorities. Oh, but that's cool, though, that you were that young. That's very At 16. Isn't that awesome? Like, that's awesome. Yeah. 
So then I, I just know started doing it all by myself. 16. <laughs> yeah. It, it does sometimes become a solo endeavor, doesn't it? Depending on your location and your group of friends, it becomes solo. It really is. I've been there. I am the weird one in the group of friends that are local. Gotcha. I've been there. They tease me life. when I bring my yarn to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Silly people. <laughs> I mean, apparently they don't realize that yarn can go everywhere and it's a travel, you know, it's a portable it's hobby. Portable like, how rude. And, mm-hmm. and it's lightweight, you know. It's not like dragging a Dungeon and Dragons board around with you or anything, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, right? Keep your yes. hands busy so that you're not, you know, doing something stupid and yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It's yep. true. So, so anyways, very true. So, what was it that you first created or decided you were going to do for yourself? Um, I made a couple of sweaters for myself. Mm-hmm. One of them had these really cool bell sleeves <gasps> that are all lace. I don't have it anymore, but it was done in like a buccal yarn from yeah. Joann's back when they used to have those giant balls of yes. them. <laughs> I, I, right, I, I, I tried to make I a tube top to out of some of that. <laughs> I wore it to death. I have to recreate it. It's on my list of things to do. I have the yarn for it and everything. Oh, that's fun. You can, you, you're going to be able to recreate it? I would love to see that. I think so. I'm going to make it for my daughter. We'll see how it goes. Oh, oh she'll love that. I know, right? It literally had sleeves that were like, huge they were probably 10 inches around <laughs> no not Lord 10 inches Almighty. but 10 inches long yeah but that's, that's really long. really yeah. um there's a couple of things i've seen on youtube where they've made those with the real big bells yes in fact i just designed a wedding dress that had the big flare sleeve at the bottom because it was kind of a medieval princess kind of a what did i call it mm-hmm. something meets something else yeah anyway it was she was it was before into, me yeah yeah it was super interesting, but the sleeve was just this huge, very medieval looking. Did it go rose. all the way to the floor? The the sleeve? No. Yeah. I, I we talked about that, but she didn't want that. Yeah. Okay. She would only let me get have so much freedom. Yeah. I mean both you know, brides. That's, oh, well they. look, trying to trip over a dress and the sleeves, I'd say no too, right. because me, I would have fallen on my face with the sleeves and the dress. Like let's be real. One we of know the how pictures. They definitely I, yeah. would have ended up in the cake a few times. <laughs> that. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. She actually rolled them up and had somebody hold one of them so she could cut the Yeah, cake. that would have been me. That would have been me. I would have been like cute. tucking it or something. It, it was very pretty. cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't have been pretty. So your sleeve so. and your sweater. That's exciting. So that was one of your first designs. Your very first. Now, and they were all wearables, huh? Yes. So my question becomes. anything. Which craft was it? Was it knit or crochet? This was knit. I never okay. crocheted a garment until I started testing. Really? Yes. Wow. My first crocheted garment was the playful bobby bobble tee that I did for Tara. All right. Okay, that's a new thing I learned. See, you learn something new about your friends every day, y'all. Every day. Every but I love that. Being said, I made a lot of blankets. <laughs> right? Blankets so are a thing. Flat and straight. That's so easy. I, I do that often. So I, I'm really, I was really impressed about your why. You know, you just took it upon yourself to do it yourself because you had to. I love mm-hmm. that. Talk about where there's a will, there's a way, huh? Always. And then there's a few of the patterns. I did a 
Aaron sweater for my dad. That was from a book, actually. But then I did a smaller version, a pediatric, not pediatric, wow, a children's <laughs> version. You're not at work. Occupational right hazard. Occupational <laughs> hazard. Oops. For my two brothers. And then I recreated it again. Uh, it would have been 15 years later for my son and Aww. made another one for my daughter. Oh, my gosh. It was an old faithful pattern, hey? Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Do you still One have that, that I pattern? had memorized. No, right. Exactly. Uh, it's a great pattern. Nope. I don't think it's ever written down. Oh, my gosh. You should it's do that great, sometime. It's a great pattern. I would love to see those. Are, do you have pictures? Uh, on your Instagram? No, not on me. No, no not of that one. You have one for dad on your Instagram? I thought you did. I have dad's. I don't have the kid's version. Okay. Oh, okay. But I, I posted okay. dad's as one of the first sweaters I've ever knit. There I will go. have to look that up. Cool. Okay, Tiff, you're up, baby girl. Uh, all right. <laughs> so who do you typically stitch for, crochet or knit? And then who do you typically design for? So I stitch for my children. My children are super stitch worthy. Um, they get so excited when I finish anything. And then they'll wear it all over the place. And then they get excited. When Tara the loves comes in. to be. <laughs> I love that. My daughter likes to be sassy for all the photos. My youngest <laughs> will snuggle the yarn as soon as we get it in the mail, knowing it's his. <laughs> How precious! So most of my designs, when I start publishing, were for my children, but they don't do very well. The pattern. So I started designing for myself. Yeah, the kids' patterns don't seem to do as well. Oh. Yeah, you wouldn't think. You'd think that kids' patterns would be pretty cool. And yeah. 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 Hmm. She's got some really cute kids' patterns, though, because I've, I've. I'll have to take a look at them. I haven't seen I've them. I've pattern yet. checked several of her patterns over the years. She's hmm. one that let me practice before I actually went public. Aww. <laughs> and I uh, got, definitely got a better understanding for knit before I started knitting, which was nice. And then um, I've been in several of I her think shops. your mom tested. Three of them? I think of my the mom kids tested patterns? several of them, yeah. My mom has tested several of your patterns. Mm -hmm. She did your uh, a Bobbles and Cables sweater for my mm -hmm. nephew. And my X's so, and O's cables. Yep. And she actually loves that cable pattern and put it in a baby blanket for somebody. She made like a square mm -hmm. for it. Oh, cool. And you look very confused, Miss Sparkle Coordinator. No, no, I'm just... Oh, okay. Fading in and out. I'm fine. I'm her 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 smoke detector is dying. That's what the beeping is in the background. Oh, how funny! Oh, oh I hear yeah. that. I can't hear like that one. Sounds like a giant cricket. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> so, who do you typically design for then? Now, I guess it would be more me, more you, more adults mm -hmm. kind of thing. For uh, in tandem, though, I specifically am doing design for my mother. Ooh, I like it. Mm -hmm. In tandem is a design that we're doing this year, uh, next year. Okay. And the pattern I'm doing is plus size, and it's for my mother specifically. Love it. Cool. Like does mom plus size. Does yes, mom know this? Yes, she does. Nice. She's very excited. I was gonna say, I bet she's pumped. Then. I mean, your mom gets excited about your crafts too, so there's that. That's always yes, she does. 
So how many patterns do you have published to date? Uh, I think I have 15 total awesome. right now. Cool. I have been doing eight this? more though. Uh, three years. I started in 2020. Oh, wow. So two years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's two years cool. since I started publishing them for real. That's what I meant. Like yeah, for yeah. real, for real publishing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's that's kind of. I have eight more right. due though by the end of the year. <laughs> and you're knitting socks. <laughs> I love it. Well, well it's mean, one of them. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's one of the patterns she has to work on. So there's oh, good. that. Good, good, good. All right. So this is one of Denise's favorite questions because she loves hearing the backstory. Where did I your do. handle come from? I really need to start making you ask this question because you love it so much. <laughs> what is your handle, first of all? My handle is Jojo to Bomb. Okay. It is J O J O D A B O M. So Jojo Da Bomb. I love like it. Dabomb.com. I love it. <laughs> yes. So when I was in middle school, everything was Da Bomb. You Da Bomb, She Da Bomb, whatever. We used to say it all the time. Yup. And I started listening to a singer, Jojo. Um, she is an R&B smooth singer from Boston area, which is where I grew up. <laughs> and I joined a forum about her called Jojo Always and picked the name Jojo to Bob. Oh. And so I was 13 at the time and it kind of stuck. <laughs> oh. That is so cute. And it became my name on everything. I used to get mad if somebody had already picked it. Oh, That's yeah. Funny. <laughs> That's funny. So now it's my 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 handle. That's who I am is Jojo de Bomb and it has been since I was 13, which is 20 it. years ago. I mean, look. I love it. That's See, I love great. these stories behind that. They just tell so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has it's anyone ever fun. thought it was crazy or asked you where you got it? People used to think that it was my name, that JoJo oh. was my name or that mm. I was Joe. Okay. I'm like, nope, nope. And Not then I'd me. explain it and they'd laugh. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> yeah, you go from JoJo to Catherine and you're like, wait, huh? Where's that connection? Yeah, yeah. go together at all. Yeah. <laughs> Is Joe your nickname? What? Yeah, yeah right. confuses people for a minute. It's fun. Mm. Oh my gosh. So that's a great story about a handle. I, I do appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to switch gears a little bit again. So do you knit or crochet other people's designs? And if you do, why? If you don't, why not? Yes, of course. I mean, I love, love, love love making other people's stuff they have some of the coolest ways of doing things that i would never have thought of oh, right <laughs> I mean, like i true. just did i did the riley tea i can't remember who the designer is um but i was making it for a sample and the way she did the saddle sleeves were beautiful i've seen i've seen that tea pattern i think it's super simple and then it's just got like uh, twisted stitches down the sleeve but the saddle sleeves were perfect. I've done saddle sleeves for years. Not that way. <laughs> Don't Not you love that it when something new comes off? I love to see a new technique, especially if it's easier. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, look, it's great when it actually, you know, it's, it, it brings that to you and yeah, I, I agree. It's nice to be able to see something with fresh eyes and find an easier way to do something. So that's yes. a big why I think is because you, you learn so many things from other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like the way they explain things differently sometimes. I mean, a lot of my explanations are old school. They're years. Oh, honey, years old. oh honey, you haven't seen old school till you see mine. <laughs> oh, I don't know. She, I learned out of some of her writing stuff books. is that. <laughs> yes. Remember that little green learn to knit and then learn to crochet books? They were like twenty nine cents from yes. Coates and Clark. They had yes. orange letters on them. Yes. That's where I learned to knit and crochet. From. <laughs> that and my mom. I mean, yeah. look, moms are fun. Oh, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is the fun question, too, because we have had so many different answers, and they're so interesting, every one of them. So here it goes. What are the kinds of things that inspire your designs? Like, like for instance, a painting or... Uh, your children or you know anything I'm not gonna put words in your mouth but I'm just trying to give you an example this question is super hard because I <laughs> honestly honestly we're not inspiration from everything oh well that's a perfect answer so I do a lot of nature uh, my kids like to hike and they're gonna be 46ers which is they'll climb every mountain over 5,000 feet yep. in the Adirondacks. Yep, yep, So yep. we see a lot of stuff there. I pull from there. Um, my of cables and bobbles one, that was inspiration from, like, how the creek looked around rocks. See, and I love that. I got for X's and O's, that was playing tic-tac-toe with my kids a hundred times. <laughs> At least. <laughs> like, it's a great, then, it's a great reason. <laughs> and then my latest one, it's called the Aphrodite tea because it reminds me of the way the, the togas would fall on the female statues. Yes. And it, I drew inspiration from that. And that's how I did the shoulders and it's got a cable across to help it fall better. And Oh, I love those stories though. So inspiring to hear that behind the story. <laughs> it really is. It is for me. Uh, we're all artists in our house. You know, my son is a, he, he's an artist, just period. He went to art school and everything else. And he's a chef and does artsy stuff. And I would, grew up with a, a designer. She designed for Vogue, mm -hmm. uh, Bridal. Um, oh, wow. I, yeah. And, and I did a lot of, uh, I do a lot of stuff, you know. And my husband is into, he paints little military men. I, I joke and tell him he's going to go up and play, upstairs and play with his toys. But I mean, it's Napoleonic. He's a he's a Napoleonic expert, and and he does bookbinding. I bought him all these bookbinding tools, and he loves that stuff. You know, he's so good at it. And and so we we live in an artist's colony. I tell people, <laughs> you know, my home is artist's colony. It's accurate. My living room is literally my studio. Okay, I have everything from spinning wheels to looms to yarn to crickets to. Now I've got this diamond dots thing going on. I mean, it's just everything. You know, I love to create. And I think it's interesting, so interesting to hear the story behind what drives people's creations, especially when they're yes. designing like that. I really do. It's fun. It, I like, I, I love seeing how people transition stuff like that from, you know, real And I love hearing designs. how, 
everybody sees it differently. They can take the same exact thing and come up with something the complete opposite. It's amazing. I love it. It's so much fun. Kind of like Tiffy and I know in the uh, world of law enforcement, you ask the witness what color was the officer wearing that came to take the report and some of them say blue and some of them say brown and some of them say green and it's the same officer <laughs> and some of them say he had a color yeah what was there an officer there yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah lots of fun so your turn too <laughs> all right so have you ever felt like designing wasn't worth it and if you should quit and if you did, how did you battle it? Yes, all the time. Imposter syndrome. It's a thing it's and, it and, it sucks and it lies all the time. <laughs> Nobody else I takes anything like away I'm from me at this enough. moment. Imposter syndrome is a liar. Exactly. I always feel like no one's interested in anything, especially with the new algorithm on Instagram. It's driving me crazy. Something I would have gotten 100 likes on, I get four. What? Yeah. What new algorithm? I Not really. It's like, no, it's I'm like serious. 20, it's, everything's it's, like 24, 14, nobody's seeing anything. I don't where get the, it. So the new algorithm, the current algorithm, the, the current Instagram. algorithm on Instagram mm-hmm. is that it wants, is, algor- is Instagram is pushing reels still. They've been pushing reels for yep. several months now. Yeah, and I know that. If you're not in a reel, it starts pushing your photos, your still photos down so down. that you're not getting yeah. as much mm-hmm. engagement. Yep, yep. So that's what Facebook did about two years ago, maybe? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Instagram's yeah. finally catching up on that. And it's uh, so sad. They want us all to be, well, they're, they, you know yes. what they're doing? They're competing TikTok. with TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't have TikTok. I don't want TikTok. I want nothing to do with TikTok. I'm serious. But I do have a story to tell you, Tiffany, about TikTok. So don't forget to let me tell you that after this recording. Um, <laughs> it's exciting, sort of. It's exciting. Okay. Well, then yeah. we will tell the excitement at another time. Exactly. So how do you battle imposter syndrome then? My wonderful friends. Yeah. Aww. Usually. I start feeling really, really upset. Sorry. And I call Tiff. <laughs> or anybody or else. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll good. call Kathleen and be like, listen, this is what I did and this is how stupid I sound and just tell me I'm stupid so I can go. <laughs> <laughs> so I can start something else stupid. No. <laughs> and she's really good about pointing out each part that she's so OCD about. Oh. It's, it's one good of my to have favorites. One- it's good to have one OCD friend, but only one. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all, we've all got our little moments where we're like, nope, can't let it go. You got to fix it. And it's all different things. Thank goodness. Yeah. We're all Thank different goodness. about it. Oh, stop. Yeah. You've got a whole bunch of friends in the, the, in the uh, design circle too, that I'm sure that's become a, a good outlet for you as well. Yeah. But usually I end up turning to Asia in that. Yeah. Well, you know, when you've got your friends, you've got your friends, so. Exactly. Yeah, but it's hard. So this one is going to be the fun one that I think Denise will enjoy. What other fiber things do you enjoy? <laughs> oh, yes, you, you have what to other let go fiber and tell things it all. do I enjoy? Um, let's see. Let's I go with all of it. have a giant craft room. 
Okay, it's not giant, but it's the size of a living room. Yep, that's my living room. Yeah. Yep. Well, I have two living rooms. This is an old house with an addition. So. Oh, cool. <laughs> the old parlor became my craft room. Oh, cool. I have a spinning wheel. I Yay. love to spin. I dye my own fleece. I have a whole bunch that I actually cleaned and carded myself from my parents' old sheep. I like to sew. I make clothes for my daughter and skirts for myself. I like to dye, hand dye wool. I'm hoping to start my own fiber dyeing business in January-ish. We'll see. Because mm-hmm. cool. I find it lots of fun. I, love I have embroidery in there. I have cross-stitching. <laughs> A little bit of everything. Drops You're the younger version of me. <laughs> <laughs> Drop spindle. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Drop spindle for my. Sp- I do the drop spindle and the spinning wheel. Yep. Oh yeah, I can sit her sit and watch her spin all day long. What was it you were starting to oh, do? This I week love about- it. It's true. It's mesmerizing. It's zen. I call it my zen. Plying the chain plying. Yes. Oh, there you plying. go. I had never chain plied. Everything was double plied. Until I love last chain week. plying. Love chain plying. <laughs> It's so much it's a lot of fun and it's so mesmerizing. Like I just go like this. Yep. It's automatic. Yep. You get into a groove and there you go. Yep. <laughs> I would just love to sit and watch you two. That's all I got. Like I, I don't want to learn how to do it. I'm perfectly content not doing it, uh, but I love watching it. Like it is just so mesmerizing to watch. I think we sat for what, like a half hour at Rhinebeck watching them card. Yeah. Something like that. The wool. Yeah, and then so, oh, I feel so like wonderful. somebody, I feel like you, somebody else had a wheel running that we were watching. You know, you mentioned Rhinebeck a couple of times. I was supposed to go one year, and then my husband's boss decided to hire me as his assistant, and we ran the company together. <laughs> yeah, so that was like out. I told her I said, but I'm supposed to go to this thing in New York, and she goes, "You're not going to that." She was a horrible person to work for, but anyway. Um, she, <laughs> So my friend and I in Indiana, we started a group called Wish I Were Going to Rhinebeck Sweater M-A-L. And it's a make-along, and you can just join it anytime you want to, and you can make whatever pattern you want to, because we can't go to Rhinebeck. But <laughs> it's kind of like, I mean, try, look. To, I try to put a positive spin on it, right? So it's yeah. a Facebook group. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of fun. We've got I 20 members. I think I've seen it a few times. Yeah. yeah that now will be pretty awesome. They pop up. That's me. And my, my friend, Sue. Hello, Miss Sue. Yeah, she's she's my cohort in crime. She's the one that just messaged me, by the way. <laughs> she is to Sue as oh, she is to Sue as you and I are to each other. So yes. you know, okay. We yeah, try to keep Miss... each other honest. It's a thing. It is. It's hard, but it's a thing. Mm-hmm. So, how far are you into the dyeing and spinning and such? Didn't you just do a new a new dye thing not too long ago? I did. I ran out of yarn, though. Boo. So I did just one set. And I was going to do a sock set with the variegated as the mini and a tonal as the big one. Oops. Because <laughs> nobody ever does that. Right. Right. It's true. Yeah. I mean, you that's think the way there. that it normally runs. So, yeah. That seems like a valid <laughs> thing. So I have to get some more uh, fingering weight. All I have is DK and bulky. I don't know why I bought bulky bear yarn. I don't ever right? use it. I don't either. So when and I, I usually dyed, just work with all my hand dye. Right? When I dyed, 
Randy loves it when I say things like that. I'm dying today, honey. <laughs> He's like, it's funny how couple. our husbands and people outside of the fiber industry will just look at us at our word usage and be like, right. uh, I'm confused. What? That doesn't. So what do you I don't think that means think what you think it means. What you think. <laughs> and then we quote Princess Bride over and over again. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> right. But 100%. Um, yeah. But I only dyed fiber. I didn't die. I did roving and fiber and stuff like that. I didn't, I didn't die mm -hmm. yarn. So, and I, I was pretty successful on Etsy for a while. Um, nice. And it's been a lot of years since I lived in, in the back East in Michigan, but um, I love it and I want to get back to it someday, but I live in a very tiny place right now and it does not accommodate any more stuff. <laughs> it's I not with a giant that. spinning wheel and, you know, yeah, exactly. all the fun yeah. insanity that we run. So but. were you done with your question, sweetie? Yeah. Okay. So this is a fun question. Because um, sometimes there's secrets, and that's kind of fun. But what do you have waiting in the wings? Like, what is your next project or design that you want to start working on? Or do you have a list that you go through, like, you know, I, I'm going to do two a month? Or how do you do that? <laughs> oh. Well, I have a list. Shocker. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, next week next week is the uh, Aphrodite tea is being released that's the tunic style it's based on the old togas um i have a collab style. coming yes tunic i have a collab coming with ally from explore knit yes it's is... knit. yeah the aphrodite's knit but i have i have a uh crocheted one coming in the spring yep <laughs> most okay. of her stuff she tries to do in both crafts that's exciting yes. i like that just not the socks not yet no for oh, yeah. October, I am mm. planning a Socktober. Cool. And tell us about that. And there will be a different Halloween sock every Sunday in October. <gasps> I'm excited. And they're featuring different indie dyers. So I have Frosted Stitch, uh, Leroux Cotton, Mesomakes, and Dragon Horde Knits. Oh, I love Dragon Horde Knits. Love those. Oh, she's so good. Beautiful I'm stuff. So right Dragon and then of course there's the in tandem zine that's coming next year hmm i like that name which is going to be a fun little it's going to be a fun little production not production but publication between a whole bunch of designers we that's... got big plans for it it's going to be awesome does does that have trish harnecki in it yep okay that's yep. i thought i'd heard of that before yeah, you yeah, had yeah. you had good catch I try. I try. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Well, this time it worked. How about that? <laughs> so I'm curious about the socks. Can you talk about what they're going to look like or what they're like when you say featured? Are we talking like, are we talking like colors or are we talking patterns or are we talking textures or what are we talking? Like spider webs across the feet or what? Because <laughs> I can see you making, the... I can see you making cables on socks to look like spider webs. I'm just saying. Listen, there's no cables in any of these socks. Grandma. I'm shocked. I don't know what's going on with me, but there are none. <laughs> I'm not sure what's um... going on with you either. Quite honestly, <laughs> let's be real. Taking a cable break. That's what you're doing. Each one of them is featuring different techniques. Yep. Uh, there's going to be a toe up one. There's going to be three top down ones. One's going to be an afterthought heel. 
One's a short row heel, one's a heel flap, one's a shorty. After and they all are Halloween. -y. Sound, after thought heels just sound scary because you have to cut your knitting. Like it's yeah. just like speaking. I can't even <laughs> I can't even give fathom the thought. Mm -mm, me either. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna show us I'm gonna do a cheater way so that way you don't have to cut your knitting. <gasps> we love her. I mean, look, if it, if it does not involve taking scissors to a live project, I'm in because, you know. <laughs> now, here's the next question. Can it, your beginner sister start any of that stuff? Because you know that beginner oh, yeah, sister has no techniques. Techniques. <laughs> I told you. It's, I mean, the after fat heel is way easier because you just knit in a tube. That's what everybody says. I've never tried it. I haven't either. I but like I, my version. I just watch somebody I watched somebody cut their sock not too long ago on their live <laughs> and I was like I sat there and I like almost passed out from anxiety gave you heart like, palpitations I did like the anxiety was too much for me I was like I can't do this this is just I I can't mm -hmm. I hear you so um, clearly you favor socks behind cables do you have a favorite technique uh no it changes or every time techniques you prefer no. toe up or toe I'm the weird person down? who has a toe up going on right now on nine inch and I have these ones that I'm working on which are shorties and they're on double pointed I have two at a time going right now I have a single go <laughs> using magic loop I do the same thing and they're all top inch. down bottom up this which way every way okay. but that makes you things have changes with the wind yeah it makes it interesting right it's never boring yes I it's a great way to change it up, boring. but to keep coming with the same thing. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> I never said anything about being boring. Let's clarify. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing on this chaos train is boring. Let's be clear. <laughs> no, and, and we're being very mellow tonight. I want you to know this. Okay? We are being yes. very mellow tonight. We are being very mellow tonight. The moon is waning now, so we're good. <laughs> uh, yeah, full moon, was, full moon is pay, passed. Oh, thank goodness for small I blessing. should tell you about my husband. What are you talking about? It's three night. days before and three days after. I know, but I'm trying it to is. live in a happy little world that we're, we're, we're in a bubble right now of our chaos train where the moon is not bothering us. As the nurse and the person that used to work at the psych wards with people, yeah. We yeah. totally get it. And my husband, the cop, who is just like ready to, oh, yesterday was horrible. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't even want to talk about it, so I get it. I mean, look, it's a thing. Okay, so what's your favorite mm -hmm. heel? My, I think the easiest heel for me is the short row heel. Okay. But I like the way the heel flap and gusset fit the best. Okay. And you know what's funny, though? That is almost subjective when, when you ask somebody, which heel do you like the best? If they knit the socks yes. for themselves, it's very subjective because it's whatever fits them. I have a very narrow heel. I have tiny little mm -hmm. feet in a very narrow heel. And there are the flap just literally comes right off my foot every time. The gusset mm. and the flap. It just is horrible. <laughs> but when I found the other, the fish lips uh, heel, mm -hmm. I literally, it saved my life. And it saved me from never wanting. I was at the point where I didn't want to make socks anymore. Cause it was such a waste because I couldn't wear them because it was they were always falling down in my shoes and crumpling yep. up in the middle of your feet and you hate that so that really is quite subjective I think I mean that's just my opinion I mean but, I um, can see it being subjective which was part of mm -hmm. why I asked the question is because I'm mm -hmm. trying to you know 
Hi, beginner knitter. Want to learn that, you know, <laughs> weird things like that. I also find it depends on what shoes you have on. Yes. That's yeah, that's true. a thing. Certain heels are better for, like, my combat boots. I don't want to wear my heel flaps because they get nope. pulled down. They do. Yeah, exactly. All the time. Mm, and you can't wear shorties in combat boots. Oh, gosh. No. no. I mean, or you roll down. Try. But it ends up rubbing after a while and it gets uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah, it's just not a good thing. I used to wear I used to wear shorties with my combat boots, but never when we rode uh, the motorcycle. It was always I always wore tall socks when we rode the motorcycle. Yeah, something goes. Over Pretty sure I have a scar on the back of my heel from wearing shorties too much with my combat boots. Oh yeah, yeah. That that would be <laughs> a very viable thing to happen. <laughs> that would be a thing. Uh, very yes, much a so. thing. So besides so, socks, what's your favorite thing to make? Yeah. Probably sweaters. I really like mm. to just freeform a sweater. I What's did for ad for one of my advents this year. I got Lee Rue Cotton's advent in the linen space, which is so linen. nice. It's a bamboo and linen. And I freeformed, blend. yes, bamboo linen blend. Oh. I freeformed a raglan style sweater. No, it will never be published. But it's just so much fun. Yeah. And very soft and drapey. Mm -hmm. Perfect springtime sweater. (laughs) I mean, it's going to be a great transition sweater here before much longer because you're going to start cooling Mm -hmm. off before long. I wish we would. She's up in the Anirondacks. You can come come live where I live. I mean, the wind hurts my face here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I miss, I actually, I never thought I'd hear myself say these words out loud, but I really miss the Chicago area because. There are actually four seasons out yes. here. There's two and a half, kind of, sort of. I think I'm glad we got that on recording for a podcast so that we can play that back for you at another time. <laughs> Thank you very much, Missy. I mean, let me, look. Let me ask her this last question, then you can have your <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this one is kind of fun, too, because it's it 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 just... It speaks to so many different levels of uh, where people are at when they get started designing and what they what they can share with other people. But what kind of advice would you have for a budding designer, somebody that wants to break into the design field? So I'm going to give the advice that was given to me okay. when I was too scared to start. <laughs> and Stephanie, Aaron who was one of the first people I tested for said, just do it. Just jump in. Don't be scared. Just do it. She said that you have a voice. It's worth hearing. Jump right in. I So that's my it. advice. And if you have any questions, there are so many designers that even though you're scared to ask and you think, oh, they're not going to want to share their secrets. They're totally obsessed with sharing their secrets. Wow, that's good to know. Because it's not a secret. They just want to help. They want everybody to succeed. That's good. The best part of this community. Yeah. I love the support in this community. It really is just a huge thing and makes everything so much better. Yep. Totally different than a lot of the world I've worked in before. It's a very, very helping community. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, you make friends all the way across the, you know, I've got both of y'all on either side of the coast and, you know, (laughs) hey, I'm feeling stupid at the moment. Can one of you help me with my socks? Because I don't know what I'm doing, you know. (laughs) But what's great, here's the one thing I like about the helping community is 
there are generally people that can help you that are at different levels also. Yeah. So you get a different yeah. kind of help from them, which is so great because you may not need this person's over here, but you go and ask somebody else that's maybe several levels above that. And they give, they just expound this wisdom to you. And you're like in awe, you know, <laughs> and sometimes you soak it yeah. up like a sponge and sometimes you just sit there mind blown and you go, huh? Yeah. And you, it's for later. <laughs> do that. <laughs> right. I know. I love this community. I really do. Which is I've why we do this. People. Mm-hmm. I've had mm-hmm. to go back to people because I'm like, okay, so try that again now that I understand a little <laughs> bit more. Right? Exactly. I, know, right. I didn't understand it the first three times, but maybe I'll understand it this time. Can we try again? But life is a process and so is creativity, I think. It really think is. Everybody's at a different part in their journey. And the journeys are that, so much mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, it's so great. I really love it. Yep. And even how the journeys can run parallel with each other and mm-hmm. how we can all participate in each other's journeys very much so makes it a lot of fun and you know like listening to you know you going okay hey i'm having the issues counting with this project and then i can right. cheer you on next week when you know hey you got your counting right let's go and you know when i see it done i can be like hey i remember when you started that or you know. and when you couldn't count yeah, yeah or, or whenever i finish these socks from you know i don't know where you know you guys can be like hey you look you finally finished them. yeah and you can wear them i can wear them just and, in time yeah. to start on the next sock that i sent you yeah exactly you keep her going you keep her going oh she does there's there's plenty of yarn around here somewhere from her and she's the reason i have nine inch cirques was because that was part of my christmas present she she got me into the sock knitting with sock with nine inch cirques and uh a A lot of love yeah exactly Exactly. well you got one more question dearie well actually i have two Oh, cool. Okay. Because I'm going to add Lynn one because Miss Creative over here has all the things. <laughs> okay. So the Sparkle Coordinator and I have done a couple of talks on tool time. And it's, you know, all of our favorite tool craft, you know, craft tools and that kind of thing. You know, uh, the most recent one uh, that will have been published by this point was uh, like Swiss and yarn ball, you know, bar- yarn ball winders and markers. My no, and, my yeah. no step in I picked up when we were yeah. on our trip and just like all sorts of things. What is your one tool besides mm-hmm. your needles and your yarn and your <laughs> yarn that you cannot do without? It doesn't necessarily have to be for making, but what is your, your favorite tool that you could not do without? I mean, it would definitely be my yarn winder. <laughs> I have this huge industrial yarn winder. Like, oh, I'm it's jealous. It's amazing. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> I got it on Amazon for like 60 or 50 bucks. Oh, my gosh. And it's all metal and it connects to the thing. Like, it's great. Wow. I could not do without that. And that it makes like a viable answer. Yeah. That seems She's like a viable pop- answer pretty sure about herself <laughs> oh yeah clearly she's tried to do without it before <laughs> right yeah my nitpicks one broke i was and just gonna buy a new one it was how awful. many did, how many did you break before you finally got the metal one that was what i was gonna ask four oh <laughs> <laughs> i was not expecting that okay <laughs> well there you go 
I so pulled the, mine out of I pulled my nitpicks one out of storage and it came out of storage broken and I was like, yeah. well then, and that's when I went and got the <laughs> no step in and then my husband blessed me with a ball winder for for my birthday. So yeah, I did pretty good with that one. Very cool. Very so. cool. So funny. All right, darling dear, to round this out, where can the listeners find you? I'm most active on Instagram under Jojo to Bomb. That's J O J O D A B O M. I love it. <laughs> then I am on Etsy as Jojo to Bomb's Crafts, and Facebook is Jojo to Bomb's Crafts, and Ravelry, I'm just Jojo to Bomb. And Etsy and Ravelry is where I sell all my patterns. Are you still on Lovecraft? Or are you trying to oh, get on I Lovecraft? am. I forgot. It's Jojo oh. to Bomb on there, too. <laughs> you know what's really sad is i think i sell the most on lovecraft oh no that's funny but i forgot it i was like this is my best child who's the quietest oh i forgot i mean look that's not a valid that's not an invalid uh, you know no it's not yeah it's the one that'll randomly pop up in my email you just got another sale i'm like oh i forgot i even had that Yeah, I get my Ravelry royalty checks, and I'm like, really? I'm still getting those? <laughs> or not Ravelry. <laughs> Amazon, Amazon. I'm like, where's Oh, Amazon, from? nice. Yeah, that's not much, funny. but, you know, 79 cents helps everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yep. Yeah. I was like, hang on, I think I'm missing one. Because I couldn't remember if you were on a, I, mean, I thought it was Lovecraft. I couldn't remember what your other one was, so. I thought Good thing Lovecraft. I keep them at the bottom of all my patterns. Yeah, that's true. And I'm pretty yeah. sure they're in your bio too. So probably, yeah. Good deal. And maybe on her Instagram. Yeah, her Instagram. Yep. I have Linktree on the Instagram. Good deal. Yeah. So, well, do you have any other words of wisdom for makers or designers, dearling, de- darling, dear, <laughs> dearling, darling? Mm, no, just have fun with it. It's the most. Creative. That's the most important thing. It is. I love that advice. Enjoy what you're doing. And if you don't like it, put it in the frog pile. See what this is? <laughs> My shirt says, do what you love. And on the back of it, I'm going to put love what you do. I love it. I love it. Yep. I mean, that seems pretty accurate for all the things we do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why well, I got seems it. pretty accurate. <laughs> well, this didn't feel like as chaotic of a trip as we thought it was going to be. No, so. it's not as bumpy as some. <laughs> Well, I mean, we started off a little rocky, but you know, it's, it's, we, we, we held it together. We usually smooth it out in the middle, you know? Yeah. We usually smooth it out and come back around to, you know, sanity somewhere in the middle and yeah, here we are. So, well, if you guys, we will have Catherine's links in the show notes so that y'all can hit her up. She's got quite a few beautiful patterns for adults and kids. Yeah. When is, when did you say the Aphrodite releases? Next middle week. of late Next August. Week. Yep, it so would be late mid August. Mid August. Okay, so we're we're recording this just before mid August. So by the time this publishes, it will be released. So you guys can go snatch up a copy of that and Very see cool. all the beautiful photos on Instagram and all the things. So and keep an eye out for October because they go on pre-sale at the end of September. I'm excited for that one. That one's <laughs> going to be a lot of fun. I know you've been excited for that for quite a while and you've been planning that particular project 
since last Rhyme back last year. Yeah, since last fall. <laughs> yeah, she's she's the girl that walks around knitting everywhere we go. And I love it. that's that's what it is. So Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Those are, those are the ones that get somewhere. <laughs> I mean, look, she manages she manages to complete so much stuff and knit everywhere that I just sit there in awe of her because like half the time I can't even find the energy to pick up a knitting needle much less walk in it <laughs> although she was very proud of me because I went to a car show with my husband a couple months ago and I actually knit a knit a dishcloth while we walked around the car show oh, and several several of the other wives were laughing at me and going that's really smart and I was like look I have to have a way to entertain myself through all of this mess somehow and they just laugh <laughs> at me <laughs> We were all kind of commiserating as we were walking around. And they're like, oh, hey, you have got, you know, as we'd make couple more passes and pass each other. And they're like, hey, you're making good progress. And I'm like, I mean, Might as if well. he stops, <laughs> stops to look at every third car, I'm going to make a, you know, two dishcloths at this rate. So. <laughs> That's great. So. All right. Well, thank you for being, for joining us, Catherine. Yes, it was so good meeting you. Susan. Of course. It really was. And it I was can't nice wait for to meet you as well, Denise. Can't mm-hmm. wait for Socktober and all the fun that that's going to bring because mm-hmm. you guys are really going to love Socktober. Like, you really I'm need excited. to get in on it. It's going to be I'm great. <laughs> so, all, all right. Halloween and all socks. I mean, those are I your two wait. favorite I'm things so right there. Like, them. let's, those are I your two tell. favorite things right there. <laughs> that and all the yarn you're going to be using because you love all your yarners. Like, all the yarn you're using. Yep. So, that's going to be. I'm not I'm not familiar with like the bases that Mezzo has, but I know the other three have got some really beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. So yes, they do. Are you using um, what are you, you using the sock from uh, Krista and the sock from the vegan sock from uh, Kathleen? Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think it's about pumpkin time for all of us because oh, this is a rather that. late recording. Yep. So. Thank you all for joining us. Fun. You may now undo your seatbelts, return your tray tables, and you know armrests to their upright and full positions. And you may deboard the chaos train now. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it wasn't quite as chaotic as we thought it would be. Well, right. I mean, look, it's it's that's pretty far for the course. We start chaotic, we need to seatbelts, and then we just kind of, you know, like she said, we level off and we yeah, we, we do we hit our stride. We get the elevation just right, and we were good. <laughs> Yeah, we hit, we miss all the turbulence at that point. So, but it's a train, so you know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, magic happens. That's what creativity is, isn't it? It is. Creativity so, is magic. I will see you, fine ladies, somewhere else. Yes, ma'am. Another time, another place. Yeah. Thanks. Love y'all. We appreciate you. Mm. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Join Tiffany and Denise next time as they explore what a good pattern looks like from a maker's point of view. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen. And join the conversation in our Ravelry or Facebook groups. For show notes or knit tech editing and related services, please visit my website at arcticedits.com. To inquire about crochet tech editing and other services Tiffany provides, please go to wootcrafts.com.